0: We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us With the mostest? What you told us I don't, I
1: don't so ever bring you guys around like Let, Let me tell you something, it. the only thing. If I want to say that, I would have it I'm not really sure what I've done to you, though. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host.
0: Matthew, how are you, buddy? How are you, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, You're doing well. <laughs> can you not be rude for five <laughs> I'm minutes? I'm sorry.
0: I just, it was a knee-jerk reaction. I just I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I mean, it is correct. I, I, I know it is correct. It was so. very Ross Geller of me. Oh, which you still don't understand because you're not watching Friends. Hey, y'all, Eddie has not seen Friends in its entirety. So
1: are you just starting this podcast, first of all, attacking my <laughs> I'm grammar, I'm, I'm really then throwing you. me under the bus about Friends? Wow, I'm
0: really coming for you. I don't know where this is coming from. There's a from. lot of
1: anger today. Yeah, I, feel- I was going to surprise you with something just now. And oh, you, wait. Okay, wait, and wait. you are right, just wait, being Wait, wait, wait. Okay,
0: let's start over. Okay, let's start over.
1: I'm, I don't even know if I want to tell you anymore.
0: No! Oh, please. Come on.
1: I, everyone, I'm sorry. Like this Your is grammar really is great, and it. I know that you'll
0: get to Friends as soon as you can. My
1: grammar's wrong, I apologize for the likes <laughs> and ums You know how I do
0: But I know that you'll get to friends As soon as you can You got lot, We have a lot on our plate with the Housewives right now So I understand
1: Housewives, Oscar season so I take, Oh,
0: Oscar season, oh my god
1: You right. always forget we have like a million things we're doing
0: You're right, okay, take it back I really want to hear the secret Tell Okay. Me the secret.
1: Okay. Before we get into the Housewives, y'all I don't know if you've heard the rumor But I've heard the rumor, Matthew has not heard the rumor
0: I, I d- genuinely have not there is a rumor. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God, I'm Coming to nervous.
1: Peacock. What? A Housewives spinoff will likely be filming for one week in April. The location will be Mexico or somewhere tropical. Potomac not to join due to filming overlap, but names that have been discussed. Cynthia, Melissa, G, Kenya, Kyle, Rena Ramona, Sonia, and Teresa.
0: No way. I think we put that into the universe with our summer house, like Housewives, like talk. Wanting to put all of the women into the same house for six weeks. Like, that is fabulous.
1: I would die. I would and die. And I want to know, I want to know really quick before we get into the shows, because we didn't have Dallas this week, so we have a little bit of extra time Thank on the pod. God. Who would be your five that you would choose?
0: Ooh. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm not going to include Potomac since I know that I can't. Okay. I'm just, even though I would definitely include some of them. I probably would pull Giselle from that group, but let's put a Potomac out of it since they're not available. I would throw Sonia from New York. Mm-hmm. I would do, I do. I would put Rinna in there because she would produce the shit out of it. Yeah. She would make things happen. So Rinna, Sonia, Heather, gay.
1: Oh, you're pulling in Salt Lake.
0: Yeah. And then, oh, do you want me to go off of the list of names that you just? No, I want you to just tell me your own. Atlanta. I'm trying to get everybody. Atlanta. I would do. Okay, I love candy, but no. And I Kenya's too much. Cynthia is a good choice, I think. But yeah, those would be. My, and then I would actually maybe throw maybe Ramona and Sonia come as a package.
1: See that's that's yeah. where that's Ra- part of mine.
0: Ramona Sonia come as a package. I would put Rina and Kyle. Okay. And then I would do Heather Gay, with Jen Shaw, and then I would do Cynthia. Maybe Cynthia and Kenya as a package. So some pairs from each city.
1: Okay, so you're basically picking two from each zone. Yeah,
0: because I want I want some I want at least one lady that I really genuinely love, and then I want another one that whether I like them or not, they bring some psych psychosis <laughs> that's producible. You know? All right. No. What about you?
1: I understand. Okay, so first off, Sony and Ramona they have to be together because whenever they go on trips, they are wild. And yeah. as much as I dislike Ramona at this moment in my life. She's great TV. A hundred percent. Then from Beverly Hills, I definitely would bring Rinna Mm -hmm. because, you know, I, she, like you said, she'd produce everything. She'd make it really fun. I would take Teresa from Jersey.
0: Oh, I completely forgot about Jersey. Yes. Yes.
1: And then I do Portia. Oh
0: my. Okay. Yes. You're, 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 yes, you're, I'm right. You're, uh, you're way more right than I am. I completely forgot about Portia. I can't believe I ever forgot about her.
1: I I think this is gonna be a brilliant show. We've been wanting this for years. This has been rumored for years. I feel like I said this on Buttered Pop. I wanted this. Actually, in case you didn't know, I was the one who gave Andy the idea for BravoCon. I tweeted Oh my god years ago, like two years before BravoCon was even on, it became like an idea in the world. I tweeted at Andy and I said, Hey at Andy. RuPaul's Drag Races Ru- RuCon or RuPaulCon is or DragCon, that's what it's called. <laughs> I was like, you'll get there. Come on. You're almost there. Taking me a bit today. Yeah. My grammar. <laughs> is a is a hit. We should do this for Bravo. And then Andy listened to me and created BravoCon.
0: Okay, great. So where's your where's your cut?
1: I never went. I was right. in you were in New York. Did you go?
0: No. I went to the very first Broadway con. And that was it. Of course, you did. Well, no. Famously, that one, we there was a huge snowstorm that weekend, and so the second two days were improvised. We uh, had to come up with like all new content for the, the second two days because everyone was snowed out of the city or snowed in. If you were in, you innocent. worked it. Well, my my boyfriend at the time, what or pseudo? I mean, I don't know. My. Yeah, on and on again. On Oh, wow. I'm stuttering so bad. My on and off again boyfriend at the time was uh, becoming like a Broadway vlogger on YouTube at the time. Okay. And they asked him to come and do like press and coverage. So his friend and I were his producers for the weekend. Oh. And we followed him from event to event to do just like press and coverage. And day one was great. All the events went off without a hitch. And then overnight a huge snowstorm hit. And you couldn't get into the city and you couldn't get out. So unless you were in on the island of Manhattan, there was no way you were gonna be able to get in. So we we had to help the people at Playbill kind of figure out what content and what events can we create out of thin air because we don't have that many people.
1: Yeah, it was very
0: fun. So that's the only convention I've ever really gone to, but I've always wanted to do DragCon. I've always wanted to do Bravo.
1: I mean, my on and off again, bro- uh, boyfriend, Andy didn't need oh my help my for Bravo So, you know, it's, it's hard.
0: <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. But I, uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot Jersey. If I'm pulling pears again, I'd probably pull Gorga and, and Teresa. From that city, yeah, it's their sisters. And basically. then I would change my 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 Atlanta pairing. I would bring Cynthia and Portia. I would leave Candy at home. Not Candy. I'm sorry, Kenya, Kenya at home.
1: I mean, she just wants to be with Brooklyn, anyways. And well, she, you know, she's we'll, a. That's uh, we'll get we'll into, get th- into the, her. Yeah. I'm Ugh, over. I'm her. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> okay, let's start with summer house today because I feel like somehow. So I. Why
0: do you call it somehow? Well, okay, so when I when I take notes when I'm watching. I have ATL or SLC and J, and then my abbreviation is somehow S U M and then H O Summerhouse. See,
1: I just write S H, and then you said Sumho today. Oh,
0: S H actually would be good.
1: You're calling people hoes,
0: and I, the only hoe uh, is Luke. I mean, debatable. <laughs> God bless them, but
1: debatable. My kind of people. Okay. But, uh,
0: yeah, this one this week was light. I mean, we finally things finally came. Two ahead with two of our couples, basically.
1: Basically, it was Hannah versus Luke with some CR sprinkled in. And then it was Lindsay versus Steven,
0: which kind
1: of got resolved by the end of the episode. Mm,
0: Yeah, kind of. Kind of.
1: Okay, so let's talk first. Let's talk Lindsay and Steven first because I feel like the bigger story is Luke and Hannah. Totally. So Lindsay's upset, essentially.
0: I mean, when is she not? But continue. Okay.
1: I love Lindsay. You I, know this. I, I'm a hub house. I do
0: too, but you know, we're really
1: aggressive today, by the way. No, I think we're fine. I think I think I'm aggressive now. I'm on edge because you attacked me at the beginning. <laughs> so if I come for you, you, know it's coming from a place of love.
0: I, I'm sweetheart, I'm ready. I know I'm more the aggressor between the two of us usually in these episodes, so I'm 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 okay. I probably deserve it. So I'm You're, I'm ready. you're
1: the Jen, I'm the Heather. <sighs> Moving forward, <laughs> That's such a Heather thing of me to say. Oh my
0: God. Yeah.
1: Okay. So back to Lindsay. Lindsay's upset as you said, she always is. Mm -hmm. But this time it's because Steven works too much and isn't giving her the attention that she needs in the house. Okay. I think I said this last pod. This is ridiculous to me. Yep. He works for one of the top hospitality groups. Yes. It's COVID, but I feel like that makes them more busy because they're trying to figure out how to make money and how to manage rules change every single week. Essentially. Mm hmm they're in the middle of the summer. No one knows when things are going to open. Mm-hmm. He has to be, I mean, I have a job and I feel like I'm constantly on calls or emails. Like I was on one call today for something creative, like fun. And my boss called me and I had to like hop on over to that really quick. And I just hopped back onto the meeting and yeah, your, your schedule is shift.
0: Your schedule shifts constantly. I am always on call essentially. Absolutely. And from what I heard, his, company let a lot of people go I believe he had a team like a solid team of people and now there's only five of them or something which so I'm sure he's taking on so much more than he used to yeah I think and I I said this last time and this was sort of confirmed this week that this has been going on in their quarantine where he's been very very busy and Lindsay uh admittedly is a very needy person and her love language is I need you to, I need quality time and I need, also need to hear you. Look at you using love languages well, now. They, they did too. They did too in the episode. She needs to hear it also. So I I, I empathize with her, but she's got to give him a break. I'm, I'm, I imagine he treats her very well with the income that he makes. And I just... I think she needs to cool it. I think she needs to give him a break. I don't think – it'd be one thing – Like, and again, I said this last week. It'd be one thing if he was dicking around with the guys all day, getting high and getting drunk and in the pool and not spending any quality time with her. But he's trapped himself in his makeshift office in their bedroom and isn't having any fun with anybody.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. She needs to understand is he's not just talking with his friends on Zoom or – withdrawing from the relationship does just withdraw. He's actually working and has to work constantly. And yep. yeah, he might be a workaholic, but if there wasn't a pandemic, so is she. Lindsay is admittedly a workaholic herself. She runs her own PR agency for hospitality groups, for restaurants in the New York greater area.
0: Well, so that, well then that's my question, I guess is when is she working or did, did when she- is
1: anyone else working on this show? Well, I mean, that's true. Well,
0: I mean, I'm sorry. They're, what hannah hannah's podcast is her work now right yeah and i'm not trying again i'm not trying to judge but we are podcasters yeah we are but she even says like i'm just doing my podcast and Paige is just taking photos which again that's fine but their schedules are flexible and it doesn't seem like they have deadlines And harsh schedules to follow. And Lindsay, I can imagine, if she's the HBIC of her PR company, I can imagine her saying, hey, y'all, six weeks are mine. These next six weeks are mine. I can hop on to a call here and there, but I'm filming. So leave me alone. I don't think that Steven has that same luxury.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Steven is getting paid the same amount that Lindsay is to be on the show. We also have to remember that this is also their job, summer
0: house. Yeah. And they're getting paid
1: to, and they're what what season
0: is it? I can't even think of it. Is it five? Right, and I don't think Stevens billed and paid the same as her on the show. At she's
1: all. she's a season one bitch. She's yeah. an OG Summer yeah. House queen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm glad that they made up in their own sense but for that, whatever. That's, that's gonna be very short-lived. She, you know, she had one night in Danielle's bed to cry herself to sleep, but they're gonna be over it. We know that they're not together now oh that's right so i'm interested to see how this fight progresses or what happens because i think he's gonna leave the summer house at some point and just be like i'm done
0: oh well yeah i probably would too she'll find love i also think she's feeling the pressures of her
1: age yeah which is what danielle said she doesn't want to end things with steven no matter how bad they get because she's scared she's not going to find someone else in time
0: I, don't, I just – I'm very weary of when people go, okay, well, then by this date we're going to be engaged, and then by this date we're going to be married, and then by this date we're going to have our first child. I appreciate that to an extent if you really know and feel in your heart that this person is the one for you for life, but that also puts really stressful – pressures and expectations i mean if my plan would have
1: gone gone as planned i'd be i'd be three years married by now and in the next two years thinking about adopting a child and miserable
0: (laughs) okay so aren't we glad that like that didn't come to fruition so it all works out i think Lindsay will find her way i i think she's just got some growing up to do i think maybe she should look into some talk therapy
1: what, this is What is the better help? Are we, are we doing a or better help?
0: <laughs> we're not supported by no, this ad. We we're not, not doing that. No, these are not ads. These are not ads. But I'd love to do an ad. I would. Lo- yeah, I, if I, anyone out there works for these companies, like we'll do an ad for hey, you. Hey, I'm here. Great we're, ad. We, yeah, we're great ads. Okay,
1: let's talk about Hannah and Luke really quick before we move on to – should we do Atlanta or Jersey? We'll do Atlanta first because I really want to talk about Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, so Luke and Hannah – This situation, I just feel so bad for, honestly, Hannah. And now I feel bad for Ciara, too, because at this point, Luke is leading the both on, which Ciara addresses. She goes, you know what? You're diminishing the relationship. I want to say he's gaslighting Hannah, being like, we were never really anything, even though she was like, didn't she say something like he came in my mouth? Like, no one does that to their sister. Oh, which
0: is like true. But (laughs) Hannah. God bless her. I I just no filter
1: I that's why I love her
0: I okay Luke had a little bit of ground to stand on a little bit and he has slowly but surely chipped away at that with every comment that he makes I think that he had a valid argument at one point to say hey we had a very specific special kind of relationship because of my issues and because of where we were but I thought I made it clear that we were not you know going to be Together as a couple, boyfriend and girlfriend, and we've had all this time apart, and so much has changed since last summer, and we haven't been together physically. I think, you know, I think he had a little bit of room there. And then he just threw out all of the shit, handling this so poorly with both Hannah and Sierra. I don't, they're definitely not going to see a resolution. I don't think, I mean, I don't think the resolution that Hannah would want. And yeah. I, but I don't think, I think Sierra's, I think she's out too.
1: She is because I think she finally sees Luke for what he is, which is not a fuckboy with a capital F. Yep. And she doesn't want to have the same thing happen to her because she could have all fun with Luke this summer. He could be saying all these same things to her, flirting with her, or hooking up with her. And then next summer be like, well, we're just friends. Yeah.
0: I think Luke needs to sort his shit out before he deals with anybody. I think he needs to get all of his, you know, I mean Straight I Straight single boy Impulses Well you know, he was out. in
1: a Serious relationship Up until last season When he was on Summer House And was like Ready to propose To oh, his girlfriend that's right I forgot And I think
0: he's probably Still hung up on his ex Yeah That makes sense That makes a lot of sense So he
1: needs to work Through this And figure it out Because I think he is A relationship guy But he hasn't Been able to figure out This single situation And he's hot Yeah he's very Attractive can do whatever the hell he wants, he feels like. So he's doing whatever the hell he wants. I think
0: that if, if he and Hannah have one more conversation, because the, the last one that we watched it did not go over very well, if they have one more conversation, I hope that he just says, listen, I love you. I care about you. I'm sorry that I wasn't clearer and more definitive about my feelings for you and about where I wanted our relationship to go last summer. At the end of last summer, I should have been more clear. Throughout this year, I should have been more clear I hope that we can be friends. If not, I understand because I, I, I fucked up. I yeah. think that's a little too mature of him to do right now. Hopefully he grows into that and says something like that soon because I think Hannah deserves it. But Hannah also needs to move on and listen to her girlfriends, find her worth, and know that she's worth more than this. And we
1: know she does. She's got that hot zaddy from the Hamptons now. So she's good to go. Uh,
0: Yeah. She, I don't, I I don't know why I'm, I'm still, I'm warming to her, but I, I just, I don't, I find her obnoxious. I feel for her and I'm, I'm on her side right now, but I'm just, she drives me a little nuts.
1: I know she does. (laughs) I don't know why. You'll, you'll learn to love Hannah.
0: I hope so. I really hope so.
1: All right. Let's talk about the event of the season, which was real housewives of Atlanta this week. So fun. Cynthia's bachelorette party was better than I think I was expecting it to be. It was funny. It was sexy. It was a
0: moment. It was so good. I, uh, at the beginning, because Kenya ruins everything and we'll talk about that, but I loved how all in the girls were. Yes. Yes. Ran into the rooms, got dressed, came out, you know, they were so ready to go all out and to have some fun. I think Cynthia was a big part of that. I think they all love and respect Cynthia so much. And they're really happy that she's getting the happy ending that she deserves romantically speaking. And I think everyone after all of the gripes with Kenya and Kenya's missteps in the trip thus far, I think they all wanted to shake that off and have a good time. And it all started off that way. So much fun. They all looked fucking hot in mm-hmm. their outfits.
1: Uh, Kenya, do you know your mask is upside down? <gasps> oh Kill my me. God,
0: I lolled so hard. And she was like, no, no, I do not. <laughs> and even Kenya, like I was, my again, my icy cold heart was, you know, thawing again for Kenya. Because she was having fun and going all in and being a part of the group. And her and Marlo were getting along. It was really so fun. And Bolo is a... Just a breath of fresh. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I know we've been all pent up in quarantine. So maybe I'm just, you know, I don't know. But. Lord, wow. Wow. Delicious. You're blushing again. <laughs> no. Uh, but I mean, he was just, just, he's a, he's a beautiful man.
1: I have to say my favorite though of the night was Mistress Candy. Oh. I loved
0: everything that, that she was Dawn doing. That personality that she put on, it, it was amazing.
1: I, we watched, what did we watch? What's the show called bonding Bonding
0: on Netflix season two just came out. The episodes are really short. Y'all highly recommend. It's a really quick binge and it's a fabulous scripted new show. Seasons one and two on on Netflix. Go for it. This is not an ad, but go for it.
1: It was giving me major bonding vibes Uh because she was a mistress. She knew how to do the whole Dom situation. She's got that whip. She's got that demeanor. She was just taking control of the situation. I love that. She gave everyone money to tip Bolo, Fun fact, I've done the same thing. Excuse me. So when I went to drag brunch with my friends, I was so nervous that my friends weren't going to tip the drag artist Mm -hmm. that I pulled out my money and gave everyone dollar bills.
0: Oh, no, I would do the same thing. So that
1: everyone that was at the drag brunch would be able to like participate. Mm hmm. But that's just because I'm a given person. And well, I would have given Bullet more than four dollars. Let's well, say that much. I
0: loved how gingerly and delicately Cynthia just like trotted over, just put it down on the stool and then walked back. That was very, very cute. I was obsessed with the whole evening. I loved them all going all out. I loved them turning- the
1: vibrator that Ken Candy oh, gave I her. I
0: screamed and just Cynthia's face. And I love Cynthia, like at first was like, oh my God, what's happening? And then she, it was so fun to watch herself, let herself enjoy it. And just to let go, I really appreciated the sisterhood that yeah. we saw and, you know, having the crew leave and turning the cameras off so that they could let their hair down and just have some fun with Bolo and it let, let it be just what it was. I I was really so gung ho for that. And I think they all needed it too.
1: Oh, for sure. Let's talk about the big moment of the night. Yeah. So it seemed like Bolo was done and just went into his room and was, I, I did my work. I did my stripping and they brought him back out, but he was nervous to come back out because of the cameras. I think he was very honestly camera shy. It seemed.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, he typically I'm sure doesn't do this for cameras often. I'm sure that's a rule. Cause. I mean, you could
1: check out his only fans for, I'm just kidding. Oh my <laughs> God. But
0: th- I'm sure that's a rule that is, probably stipulated when he does these sort of things
1: like don't film me yeah yeah uh, uh,
0: he he sets his own terms I'm sure that's a big part of what he does we learned
1: that from bonding we
0: did but <laughs> I I mean Portia just could not she was wait. she was
1: she was on one and she wanted to get it from wherever she could get it whether it was Tanya or the Toya they both or had chemistry though. like
0: when she like at the at the end like you know got all up in his business with her booty like he was like oh lord like he was I mean, ready to I'm go i you not borsha is a goddess like you know
1: got the body of a goddess what is that song i
0: can't even remember i, I, <laughs> I think it's like have no idea K-Pain? last week it was the italian accent and this week it's show tunes
1: it's an, i'm in love with the stripper
0: oh i have no idea She's i
1: got the body of a goddess okay
0: great thank you so much i'm in love
1: with the stripper she wrote. oh she okay ran, there we go Come on,
0: the core. Okay, we'll start with the chorus next time. Well, I, I, you know, I know the song. Anyway, so Kenya goes upstairs because she's
1: she has to check on Brooklyn, and she's a wet blanket, and, she's and, she's and she is blah, blah, who she blah. is, and wah
0: wah wah, which is fine. But she came downstairs a couple different times just to check on what was going on, and they were all having a really good time with Mister Bolo till like four or five a.m. Four or five a.m although he didn't leave until seven oh nine, according to the security cameras outside. And I was fine. I thought the secret of it all and the, the, the mystery of it all was kind of fun, not knowing exactly what happened in the five to 6 AM hour after everyone went to sleep and the girls dancing and grinding and, and getting physical with Bolo is not a big deal and it's all good and fun. And Whomever slept with him is their business. I don't see why it really, really bothered me that what was a really fun night got turned into something, you know, insidious.
1: And I just want to say, I've been seeing a lot of things. It's like, well, they're on a reality show. They should know that everything is going to come out. Yes. And no, I feel like there's certain things when you sign up for a reality show. Yes you are electing for your entire life to be on camera. Yes, you're in, you're putting yourself out there for the masses, but at the same time, you are allowed a bit of privacy and I feel like getting intimate with someone should be allowed that privacy.
0: I agree. Well, and they all were hanging out for the rest of the night under the guise that there were no cameras. cameras. Yes. Number 1, number 2, what struck me was that the girls were getting put off by Kenya implying that something wrong had occurred, that something bad had happened. I think if Kenya was just, like, teasing them, like, in a fun, playful way, a little bit in the morning after everyone gets up and everyone's groggy and hungover and everyone's just recounting like, the who's, night. Who's waddling? Who's out here waddling? Yeah, like, that would have been fine if it was just left at that and if they had all just been like oh you know cuz we we when we all when we all go out with friends and we get a little too drunk or we do something adventurous we we recount the night before but we do it playfully in in a fun way we don't go to shame people and try to make it something gross and something that was wrong or uh, you know i thought that was really unfair i think it speaks to all of kenya's issues right now yeah. she can't have any fun she has to burst everyone's bubble You know, besides her reconciliation with Marlo, the rest of the episode, she just turned everybody off, including Toya. Toya was really not having it either by the end of the episode.
1: Well, I think the problem is, is that it's kind of being revealed that Kenya is like out to get someone. And I feel like if you're aligned with that, LaToya. Mm hmm you're going to be on the wrong side of the fence. Yeah. And I I know her and Ma- Kenya and Marlo made up and all of that. Which I thought was great. Which was fantastic. And I was very happy to see that. But Latoya's understanding, you know, hitching my wagon to Kenya might not be the best choice at the end of the day because everyone now is mad at Kenya because they turned, she turned a fun night for Cynthia into some dark and dirty thing. Totally. When you should just be able to be free, have fun and not have to worry about you know, what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. Like candy said,
0: right. And to imply, you know, it seems to me, it's pretty obvious. I mean, I'll ask you first before I go into what I think, but I think it's pretty clear that no one who was married or seriously committed did anything wrong with Bolo in my opinion. And for Kenya to imply and push that narrative, I think um, just made everyone uncomfortable. But on that note, who do you think? I, th- I do think it wasn't in Portia's room or Candy's room. I think it was in the spare bedroom in between. Which I
1: think was Bolo's room.
0: Yeah. Holla. So who do you think was in there with Bolo?
1: 100% Portia and Tanya. Tanya was acting all awesome. And as a Tanya, <laughs> as a Tanya,
0: you know, I felt it. I agree. I Tanya was the only one who looked like she had done something wrong. She looked really panicked and nervous by the pool when Portia, am uh, sorry, uh, Kenya was cross examining the girls. Here's what I think happened. I think that Portia and Tanya may have mixed it up a little bit, and then I think Tanya watched as Portia and Bolo did their thing. Did their thing because I don't think that Tanya has it in her no to mix it up with Bolo when she's so in love with her man. And
1: I, I agree with this because even Tanya's like, I was really drunk. I don't really know what happened. I think maybe she might've made out with Bolo. I think maybe her and Portia and Bolo had like a little makeout session, but I think she was just in there watching the thing go down.
0: Exactly. she and was I think she immediately got nervous because I think she was like, oh no, I don't know exactly what happened, but I know enough to know that I didn't do anything wrong. And I know Kenya and I know that she's going to spin this in her, you know, maleficent way and make this something to be. It's not. Uh, So I could see the fear on Tanya's face. And Portia was like, I don't have to answer to anyone. Fuck you. I'm not, you know, I've Portia. I will give it to her. She's tried so hard to take the higher ground with Kenya this whole season. And I could just feel her being like, I'm tired. This isn't happening. Yeah. I'm done happening at all. Well,
1: I'm sure this is going to be, the entirety of the rest of the season is going to be this drama yep. because it took us this long to get to it. Yep. So I am interested to see how this progresses. I'm interested to see if Tanya actually does leave the show because that's what the rumor is that she leaves because the allegations and everything just get too much and it puts her relationship in life at risk. I don't blame at her. the highest level. I mean, I'd walk out too.
0: If if, if Kenya, if I knew that Kenya was going to stay on the show and continue to be this way. I wouldn't want to be on the show with her either. It's not worth my relationship. It's not.
1: Well, to be a fly on the wall like Little Miss Tanya. (laughs) But I have to say, I have to give my hats off to the girls of Atlanta. Like you said, the sisterhood, the fun of this episode, for the most part, until Kenya ruined it, was everything.
0: I really enjoyed it. It was fun to see people have fun in a group. (laughs) Considering we're all in quarantine. One,
1: One day. All right, let's talk. Juzzy,
0: I have yes. to stop doing that I really do You're I, getting
1: better No that was Probably I know worse. I just feel
0: bad Because I've been dogging you This whole episode So I'm being You're nice. trying to
1: be nice now It does not work with me okay. It does not work right, Burn me right. once You're burned
0: Oh okay Alright uh, i Teresa
1: Is stupid Okay <laughs> I <laughs> I just have to say one thing You cannot let people Get away with stuff Just being like Well they're too stupid To understand What the truth is That's not an excuse. Stupid people still have to have the same repercussions as non-stupid people. I have to say it. You can't just be like, I don't understand an analogy, so I'm just going to be able to do whatever the hell I want. No, go read a book, (laughs) get a freaking preschool education video, and learn what an analogy is. Which you definitely do understand and get over it. You can't be that freaking dumb in your noggin. Part Teresa. of me
0: Yeah, part of me thinks that she does lack some serious basic intelligence, unfortunately. But another part of me thinks Did they that cut she, off part of her brain when they lowered her hairline? I think oh my god. I think that she leans into it also so that she can claim it's her defense mechanism. She can claim deniability through stupidity. And I think she does it on purpose a little bit. And I loved Melissa at one point in the episode being like, I know I know how Jackie feels a couple years ago. I tried to use logic and reason to deal with uh, Teresa, and it just isn't a thing. I felt very bad for Jackie. I wish that she could have gone on the trip with the girls. I didn't think it was fair that she had to sit this one out. I understand why she did. I wouldn't want to be around Teresa either. And I loved, even Dolores, I loved all the women really stood their ground with Teresa and said, no, Tree, you were wrong here. You started it. You were wrong. Was her analogy harsh? Yes, but completely warranted. 100% warranted. And even Gia. Gia! God, the, God I love that girl. I've always liked her. Even Gia was Who like... the
1: rumor was about. Not the rumor. The analogy was about. Was, well, mom, yeah, obviously did something to upset her, so just apologize and move on. And
0: how did you feel when all those rumors were going around about you and dad? You felt like shit, too, so you, of all people, should empathize with her. God bless Gia. She's so mature. Even Teresa will admit that and acknowledge that that her daughter is really fucking awesome. Well, her
1: daughter's a million times better than she is. So and it's much smarter because she's gonna go to college and get a law degree. But I just had to I just had to tip my hat to Gia because in the face of all of this, she could have heard it and been like, Oh, I don't do that. You know, that's so rude that she would do that to you, mom. Like she's hurting me, she's disparaging my name. And she was like, Obviously that's not true. Obviously, it is something to upset her. If she was saying that, she just did it to
0: cut back at you for what you did, own up to your own shit, and move forward. And Teresa could not let it go. She was a dog with a bone the whole episode. I think it's because none of the women were agreeing. agreeing. Every example that she would bring up from the past, Marge... And Dolores had an answer for. Mm -hmm. No, that's not the same thing as this. No, it's not the same thing as what happened between Marge and Jennifer. Because Marge admitted she was wrong immediately and apologized instead said she did it on purpose to hurt her. Mm -hmm. It's not the same thing. You, for whatever reason, decided to spread the rumor in real time on TV. I didn't spread a rumor. I just heard a rumor. Bless her.
1: Well, here's also the other thing. I think that this is kind of making Teresa crack in a sense, because I feel she's always had like, People up her ass. She's always had these like people blowing into her wind. She always has someone on her side. Anyone who will kind of follow. Her, I mean, Jacqueline for the longest time was her like buddy and partner in crime, and would just be like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, Teresa, Teresa." And she's so used to having, oh, if I'm this person's enemy, everyone else is gonna be on my side. Right. It's not happening anymore because no. people are like, you can't, you can't fall back on the I'm stupid. You can't fall back on X, Y, Z. You can't just do things without repercussions anymore.
0: And I think the women were so gracious and understanding of Teresa the last couple of years with the death of her parents, her divorce, her jail time. I <laughs> I always
1: forget she went to jail. Me too.
0: I even as I said it, I was like, oh yeah, wow, that 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 just rolled off the tongue, and I forgot. I the women have been really gracious and understanding and open, and they've given her second, third, fourth, fifth chances, cutting her, cutting her a lot of slack. And I think that they, whether they're conscious of it or not, are saying, you know what? Time for you to start a new Teresa, to turn over a new leaf, to be better. You were wrong. And if the sooner that you admit that, the better.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll
0: see what goes on
1: with that whole situation, but let's just talk about everyone else really quick. Cause I don't want to talk about Teresa anymore. First of all, I want to talk about Jen's parents. So, sad Jen's mom won't even call her grandson by his name John because that is her husband's name and wild she's they were in arranged marriage because of their culture divorce is not an option but these two seem to have serious issues and it's hard for me to watch this and be like wow this mom is hurt the dad is scared of the mom they need to figure something out because this the mom's like, he's turning all the kids against me. And the dad's like, you don't know what she does to me at night. It's just one of those really scary situations. And I feel for Jennifer, and I feel like this is going to be a source of maybe why her drinking gets so intense through the rest of the season. Because mm. we've seen previews of her looking like me and Cabo in 2011. Oh, geez. No, 2011 eleven's a little too early. That's when I graduated high school. It was like 2014. <laughs> I was going to say like, wait, what? Yeah. I was. I was hosting booze cruises. Don't worry. But... She's gonna she is going through an issue, a major issue in her personal life, and I feel like that's gonna carry over into her friendships and her rest of her life. And so I'm I'm glad that she was able to apologize to Melissa and at least mend that friendship at the end of this episode and kind of rebuild those bridges in that sense because she's going to have so much brokenness behind that. I think it's going to be better for her to have these friends to support her and maybe understand why she's so drunk all the time. Because I already foresee this kind of being like, well, you know what's going on in her family. No wonder she's hitting that tequila two, three, four times more than she needs to. Sure.
0: And I think she was able, it was nice for Melissa and Jen to do that in front of Teresa because it's a great example to set. Maybe Teresa will take a page from that book. She won't.
1: It went right over her damn head because she was like, you know, Jackie. I'm just putting it out
0: there. I agree. I felt bad for Jen. I agree with Jen where I, I have a feeling that the father might be, I mean, it takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. There are two sides to every relationship. I have a feeling though that I, I think that Jen is right in thinking that maybe her father is, is more of the victim in this situation, but I think we'll find out more. And mom um, kind of scares me. I'm not going to lie. Mom really scares me. I mean, and I also, I, and maybe I, maybe I have some, some prejudice with her mom because of how she handled the and gay how, thing. her with her son. I think it, it you know, being a, a gay person, it, it just, it, it, it's hard to watch and it's hard to accept. And I think that I may be prejudging her a little bit. And I have this like, Image of her. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I, I'm going to follow Jen's lead on this one.
1: Well, speaking of relationships that are interesting,
0: Frank and, and Dolores and, and David, David. <laughs> and I don't know why I always want to call him Brian. I don't know why. This is the second week in a row. I know. I mean, I just, I, he feels like a Brian to me. Must have something against Brian. First of all, before you get into the 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 threesome of it all, Frank looks great. With uh, you know, because I know that he broke both of his legs. Okay, wh- I was confused. Both of his quads gave out. I think he said his quads gave out, and he fell down the stairs, and he shot like he broke his 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 um his legs and his a hi- part of his hip. That scares me because I feel like it's something to do with his bodybuilding. I think so too. Cause he does look a lot better. And I think it's because he kind of had to stop doing all of that,
1: but I'm, I'm, he I, looks
0: way healthier this season than in past seasons. Yes.
1: But I'm scared that the, d- the damage he's done to his body is gone too far. His and this gonna is going to be, this is going to be the start of everything for mm-hmm. him, which is really upsetting because he's such a great guy.
0: Wouldn't it be great though? If David, took care of Dolores the way that he takes care of Frank. Yeah.
1: It's like, who's in the relationship here? Is it you and Frank or is it
0: Dolores and David? The bromance is adorable. Don't get me wrong. But again, I hope Dolores watches this and goes, Oh, Frank should be my husband again, not David. And I love that Frank stood up to David and said, you're a dick. Yeah. You're not a good boyfriend. And I under, and he empathized with him a little bit saying that I understand how Dolores is sometimes, but you need to treat her better and you need to understand her better and you can't be a superstar doctor and be, you know, a shitty boyfriend, a shitty partner. Yeah. And I think he got through to him a little bit.
1: I'm hoping it he does and I'm hoping this progresses the relationship between Dolores and David in a, in a more positive sense. But at the same time, we've been having these conversations for a very long time about David and he's heard this message last season. He's yeah. heard this message between the seasons and... If it doesn't get through his head soon, he's going to lose Dolores.
0: I agree. And I I agree with uh, what Dolores said with her mother earlier in the episode where she said, you know what? I'm at the point where if he's not going to commit to me and, and give me that support, whether it's an engagement or not, I don't have to tell him everything when it comes to me and my body and my choices. Yeah. I'm not going off sleeping with people or, or being you know, disrespectful behind his back. But if I want to do something for me and my body, I'm going to do it because he's not my husband. I agreed with her and I, I love Dolores. She, she and Marge are my favorites.
1: And just to say, just to, just a Marge little tidbit that I loved when she had to make the iced coffee for Joe. Cause he didn't know how to make iced coffee. She's like, you just put the coffee over ice. It's the coconut milk. It's easy. And then was like, no, no, I don't want to get into it. And she's
0: like, Joe, <laughs> I also think that Kenya should take a page out of Marge's book on being a good host. Oh, my god! Had gosh. everything stocked and Dude. had everything ready to go before they even showed up. Well, Marge
1: knows how to do it. I
0: know. So, Kenya, take out your notepad and write some things down if you're going to just, you know, I will. Granted, I don't think Kenya will ever be allowed to host anything ever again.
1: Hell no. But I wouldn't think, let her do such
0: a touch of damn thing. Take a page out of Marge's book, please, because she's everything. Great episode. Loved it. You know, it's franchise is good when not a lot happens, but you still are highly entertained and you're still engaged. You know, I don't want to say too many disparaging things about Dallas because there was no episode this week. And I, I want to say, you know, I hope everyone in Texas, my sister included, cause she lives in Dallas. I hope everyone's doing okay. And everyone is safe and sound after the crazy winter storm that uh, happened last week. But, well, you heard why there was no episode of Dallas this week. It yeah. went to Cancun. <laughs> Wait, oh, my God. Nice! Uh, okay, first, you scared the shit out of me, because I was like, there's no fucking way, but no. also, great joke.
1: But also, Brandy
0: and uh, kind of basically, like, unofficially announced that she's, she's leaving. Not, yeah, coming back, which I'm not sad about it. I think that that's smart. I think she should, you know, start her new chapter with her new baby, and, and you know, let, let go and let God. But I... I, I hope everyone in Dallas and in Texas is yes. doing better this week and everyone's, you know, coming out of the winter storm all right. And it, but it, I have to say, it was very nice to have a break from Dallas this week. <laughs> I texted
1: you and I was like, we don't have to watch Dallas. And this I was week. like,
0: praise the Lord. I was so thrilled. It just, it's, it's easier on my brain and on my, on my heart that we don't have to mm.
1: try to figure out what we're going to say besides we hate Carrie.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, truly, I don't want to say the same things over and over. I, although, I, I guess we'll get into the next city. I'm just, I'm so sad that it was the last episode of Salt Lake City,
1: but they're filming right now.
0: I know. I hope it comes out this summer. I desperately need it, but this was such a great wrap up to a wonderful season.
1: I have to say hats off to Salt Lake City (laughs) for really coming in strong. We saw, let's, let's take a walk down memory lane really quick because all I want to say is we saw the premiere on my birthday. Yes, we did the drive-in else at the drive-in and I was excited about it then. Then we had to wait two weeks for the next episode because we saw early and Bravo doesn't give us the episodes early because we're not that kind of podcast yet. Nope. One day, one day, but this really just brought it full circle for me. I really enjoyed how basically at the end of this, everyone in a sense had made up. I like that. A lot of the conflicts from the season kind of settled. I feel like there is some cracks in the relationships that will start next season off a little bit rocky, but I don't think they're going to be bringing over a storyline from this past season into season two. I feel like it's going to be new things and maybe there'll be feelings that progress and heighten, but I don't think that we're going to be hearing about, you know, hospital gate. We're not going to be hearing about, you know, the grandmother effort or grandfather effort,
0: all these things. So I, I'm I'm very happy with it. I agree. The husbands looked great all around. I thought uh, Coach Shaw in particular looked very handsome. I love yes. that suit. Very, very sharp. Of very course,
1: what's his name? Seth came in like a sweatshirt
0: Well He came in like a blazer on top of a hoodie.
1: Once he- again, probably styled by Brooks Smarks and it's like know, stay home. Oh sir. my God.
0: I was about to say the same thing. I to know
1: Brooks Marks is to love Brooks
0: but Marks. But I, I honestly thought that was sweet. I do like a dad standing up for his son, and 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 I just I did think that was sweet because I do like Seth. He's a little weird, I do like and he Seth. and Meredith are weird, but they work. Seth, oh my I god! I really liked hearing from Robert Senior. It was it was very kind of crazy. A uh, one minute you think that Robert and Mary are gonna like start fighting in front of everyone, but then they have this really touching. Vulnerable like moment together on on TV. Mary is such a roller coaster. I, you know, one week I go, you know, she's a victim of her circumstances and of her upbringing and she was sort of forced into these roles that maybe she didn't have a choice in. And then I'm like, "Oh no, is she kind of racist? Don't know. Is she a cult leader? Oh no. Is she really mentally unwell?" And then I go back to, "Whoa, I love her and I I want her to, you know, succeed and I think that her and Robert have a very interesting but but cool marriage.
1: Did you see her eating the fake snow at the end? Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> She is so crazy. I just, I, I, I'm excited to get to know her more next season to really decide if I, if I love her or not. Cause I, I I go back and forth. It's been a roller coaster with her and it was nice to see a button, not only with her and Jen, but a button with her and Robert senior and also the, the, both couples, the Shaw's and the, uh, the Crosby's the Cosby, sorry, uh, being able to kind of reconcile as couples. Yes. It was really nice to see the dust settle there.
1: Well, yeah, because we hear about Coach Shaw being and explaining his situation of not going to the funeral. He's like, I was at the wake. I
0: was with I'm glad that we got before. more info about that.
1: And it's interesting to hear that Jen was kind of blaming him for not being there more because she thought it might help the dad because the dad was only really alert and there when Coach Shaw was there. He mm-hmm. could only really come out of what he was doing. Which is a lot to put on Coach Shaw because, like you said, the the medical probability of that is impossible. Very slim. That's not real. Mm -hmm. She was putting a lot on me, and family doesn't come before or football doesn't come before family. And it sounds, it it sounds better. I mean, he maybe should have been at the funeral, but he was. I think he he really
0: busts his ass for her, and I think that he really does try. I think that she. I think Jen got caught up, and we'll talk more about this in a second. I think part of this whole problem with Jen is she got really caught up in being a housewife. Yes. And she she pushed the envelope too far with with creating TV, I think. And part of that was, I think, I think there were genuine issues and, and fractures in her marriage with Coach Shaw, but I think she made them worse by... You know, juicing them up for television.
1: Interesting about Justin getting the letter from the Mormon church. Thank you. I was just about to bring that up. Because this is something, and we will tell y'all again if you haven't watched it, watch Mormon Stories with Heather. But they talk about this on Mormon Stories about how, and they kind of touch on it here, where the church can send you a letter being essentially saying you're no longer going to be part of the church, X, Y, Z. Heather has not received this letter yet, but she says it's one of her biggest fears that she's going to receive this letter, letter, I'm still thinking of Atlanta, (laughs) letter because the Mormonism is still such a big part of her life. It's such a big part of her children's life and she's still so much part of the church.
0: It surprised me how much though it still affects Whitney and Justin. Yes. To see them get emotional and to see how they feel so... Uh, I don't know if betrayed's the right word, but they feel so ex- abandoned, abandoned, and exiled yes. by their families and by their community. And I think Heather fear, like I think she loves them so much, but Heather, I think, fears that that's where she's headed. And I think that is the biggest divide. I think that's where the real divide is between Lisa and Heather. Mm. I think Lisa's point of view was made clear where she she's she knows a lot of divorced people, including her family. She's like it's not hers. that big of a deal. And I. I and you know I think Heather I agree that Heather I think got too big for her britches in the in this reunion as a whole through all three parts, and knew that she had the support of the fans behind her, and I think though we're seeing not only years of resentment over Lisa and her relationship, but also years of of resentment from the church and how the church has you know
1: wronged heather and made her feel less than yes and, that and, she and while, yes
0: i understand lisa divorce is not a big deal for her what it means for for heather is so much more and i th- it's funny i think there's also lisa i th- you know we've talked about how she there's this sort of highfalutin attitude that lisa sometimes can have about being a mormon when jen or i'm sorry when heather really was and is still in a lot of ways like the 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 true believer and her the marriage tr-
1: is still sealed within the church She
0: knows she knows the mormon you know doctrine backwards and forwards and and lisa trying to school her in any way i think is also where heather you know gets a little angsty being like no 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 i may be divorced but I I know this shit more than you will ever know. I have been through more than you will ever know when it comes to my beliefs in this church. Like, don't step to me. So it was interesting to see that, you know, fallout continue a little bit between Heather and Lisa. I feel terrible about Whitney's dad. Oh, my gosh. It makes me so
1: sad that this show and what was shown didn't really bring them together. It might have pulled them a little bit apart, and she's like, I was hoping we were going to watch it together and like have these conversations and grow and to know that they're not even speaking, even though she tries to call him and speak to him every day.
0: Heartbreaking. It's scary. I'm sure she must be petrified not to know what's going on. And and I mean, the texts are going through, so her number's not blocked, but who knows where he is and what he's doing. And he was in a very fragile place when we last saw him. He was, he was on the mend, but he's been there before. So that really broke my heart. I think, I think, I hope that in in seasons continue that Lisa slash Whitney and Heather can come to some sort of understanding that they may be Mormon, but they've had very different experiences, and Lisa's idyllic Mormon experience is not the same when it comes to Whitney and to Heather. Yeah, and I think Lisa can try harder to understand that. I think Whitney and Heather though. Need to give Lisa more of a chance.
1: Whitney and Heather, honestly, I'm going to be real, need to cool it.
0: The, I, I think, again, I think we were seeing years of resentment come out in one one day. Yeah. And I think that Whitney and Heather need to give her a little bit of a break and understand that they're more angry with the abandonment and the, and the exile and the persecution from, from the, the church Mormon community than they are with Lisa. Lisa just happens to be the person in front of them. That kind of is part of that group. I have
1: to say, Lisa really is has shot up in my rankings. I think this is my current rankings of Salt Lake. Before Like Before we her. get into more, for me, Heather, mm-hmm. Lisa, wow, no, Whitney, okay, Meredith, Meredith. <laughs> well, let's talk about Meredith because I feel like she finally got a little bit to talk in this reunion. It was her. She first tried moment. not to,
0: though. Let's be real; she tried to keep disengaged,
1: but. Everything we heard it isn't really nothing that we hadn't heard before except for the, like, the the divorce was kind of a little bit more fleshed out that Seth had filed for divorce Which I didn't before know. the show. Well, I had heard the rumors on social media that they were divorced before the show and I, Andy being like, well, the show can either bring people together or tear them apart the idea of fame and the whole storyline is what brought Meredith and Seth together. He never cheated on her. Well, not cheated. He never was with anyone else, even though she was with other people, which I thought was interesting. He just was in a relationship with his job. Yeah. And to this day, he didn't show up to the reunion because he was making that money in Canton, Ohio. But that's also a testament to how much he cares about his family. I think because he's the one supporting their lifestyle. He's the one letting her, You know, like helping her with, you know, having the company, having the business. I mean, she's very successful on her own, but, you know, it takes two to kind of raise a family of three. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the kind of lifestyle that they have. So I'm very happy that he and her have come back together together and have really grown stronger and we've seen on social media that they are really two peas in a pod now they cannot be separated. Yeah. And I'm I would like to see more of Seth and less of Brooks next season. I will I think I think we're going to get more of both is what I think is going to well, happen. Well, Brooks went back to New York to go to his preschool school and <laughs> I and then he was randomly and it looked like on Instagram he was randomly back in Salt
0: Lake. So I think he'll do some filming whenever he comes home. Maybe he'll he'll go back and forth. Because love him or hate him, he he is part of the show now, for better or for worse. (laughs) That it was really funny, Mary dozing off. But at least unlike her, unlike Ramona, this is the second time this this reunion. But unlike Ramona, she was right. She's like, oh no, I know exactly what you said. I think I was just I was zoning out. It was really funny. I also loved um, when she, when Whitney was talking about, oh yeah, my dad and I aren't speaking, Lisa was like, oh yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Just dead. Deadpan like, oh, that's rough. That's tough. But that's, I think, you know, again, going back a little bit, that's what they get from Lisa. Like, oh, that sucks. That's that's tough. Oh, sorry. Okay. You know, I think that they want to, f- they want to feel like Meredith. They want to feel like they, that Lisa cares about them as much as she cares about Meredith.
1: Yeah. I want to talk about Evidently, the things that Jen said about Heather really quick before we move forward so fucked up, so rude. She said that <laughs> Heather buys her dresses at Dress Barn, which I giggled at because I was like, Oh my god, that's such a stupid thing to I say. I know it's like, What? But that she thinks she's an actress but could only play a manatee or Shrek, which is so <laughs> so mean. Ridiculous. And I'm a fan of Shrek, I have watched every single Shrek multiple times, I'm a believer. At the end of the Shrek one and the special song and dance. <laughs> it's how I learned the song.
0: I didn't know it was by the monkeys. I thought Shrek sang it. I thought it was by Smash Mouth. Oh, no, I'm well, kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. They did a cover. But Jen needs to, among other things, learn how to take responsibility for things she says and does.
1: Which I think she did this finally. She apologized for the most part yeah, to everyone. For the most
0: part. but And I think Meredith tried to bring this home again at the end is that we won't stop bringing these things up until we see a change of attitude, a change of of character, until your actions adjust. We're not going to stop bringing this stuff up.
1: To which Jen had a response for saying, you know, there is a double standard. I am a woman of color. And just by me being passionate and having these feelings and emotions out on display, I get all these negative connotations attached to me. And push that back onto... Whitney and Heather specifically saying you guys have been kind of the ones putting this on me and making me feel this way. And that snowballed into Jen basically walking off, trying to have a moment with coach Shaw being like, these women don't understand Whitney hopping on the phone with Justin being like, are you still here? Their Uh, racist accusations are coming out. It got really, really messy. Well, And
0: I, Oh, it's, it's, I think on Atlanta and Potomac this this discussion about the double standards for black women in culture are very beautifully and and uh you know poignantly fleshed out where just by existing just by being powerful and strong they get shut down by being called things like aggressive angry uh, horrible derogatory terms like ghetto and hood are are thrown out a lot and I think that those two cities have always handled those conversations really well it just seemed a little unfair for Jen to I understand if that is a where her anger and her 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 um aggressions are coming from she's angry at the world for for how the world perceives women of color I that I get and I'm not disputing that I don't think that that was what was happening here though Jen's anger came from episode one from, you know, came full force and came raging out, and to call her, uh, I don't know what else you would call. I mean, to call Jen's behavior aggressive, I thought was kind, because to me, I would use the word rage, throwing the glass and screaming uh, at Mary uh, in the, in her dressing room in episode one, and then, you know, coming at af- uh, Whitney and getting in her face, and then smacking Heather's you know hand out of the way in Vegas. I, I just don't think the women ever I don't think Heather or Whitney or Lisa or Meredith ever thought, oh, she's an angry black woman or an angry woman of color. I, I genuinely don't think that. But I, I just wish that, that I wish that Jen had been able to express that nuance more delicately with the ladies. Cause and then the ladies immediately were like, No, we, we understand don't think this, we, we yeah. don't think this at all. And we understand where you're coming from. But you know, maybe I mean what do I know? I don't maybe I don't know enough. And maybe I need to do some some learning of my own. But it just it was I wish that that conversation had gone differently at the end of the reunion for sure. Yeah,
1: I wish I wish it would have had a little bit it'd been a little bit more fleshed out and they could have spoken on it a little bit deeper than it kind of just turning into this mess that it was. Yeah. Other than that, this reunion was fantastic from beginning to end. I think I liked where each of them kind of went through and said like what they learned from the season and Meredith took it as a moment to be like I was not treated the same way I treated <laughs> yeah. all of you. <laughs> I don't have anything to learn. You all have something Which to learn.
0: Which I, fuck, what a flex. I love that. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> so Meredith.
1: And I love that since they can't drink or do shots like all the rest of the housewives, they brought up the meatballs. Very cute. So cute. And you know, some people were eating meatballs and other people like Mary were eating the snow. But you know, there's two Wild. types of people. Well, I think that was it for Salt Lake. Next week we are very excited. Is it next week or the week after. Oh, next it won't be next week. It will be the week after. "Married to Medicine" will be speaking about.
0: Well, when's March? The seventh.
1: It's the seventh. I thought. Oh. That "Married to Medicine" comes out. Why do you think it was the fifth? Well, maybe both of our dates are wrong. We'll have to look into it. But we will be doing "Married to Medicine" very soon. Like I said,
0: the perfect hangover cure for the ending of Salt Lake City is "Married to Med."
1: Well, yeah. This next week is the fourth, anyway. So uh, whether it was the fifth or the seventh, you won't hear about it till the. The next
0: week. Oh, okay, fine. That's fair. Can't, but we're very, very excited.
1: We're very excited. Thank y'all for listening. If you guys love us, we love you too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram by searching at Hot and Bravoed. We finally hit 700 followers. If we could hit 1K, we would love you to the end of the world. We're
0: trying to get back to that 10K, y'all.
1: We're trying to get back. We're building our we're building our brand little by little, and. If you guys like what you're listening to, make sure you guys are subscribed to wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And like, rate, and review. We will talk to y'all next time. Bye, y'all.